Uh, let me oh, let me switch. Let me bring this down and let me uh, switch gears. Anders, are you there, sir? I'm here. Can you hear me? <laughs> I can hear you, and I can hear you fine. Go ahead and do the introductions, my friend, Ethan. Joining us from an amazing band that you may probably haven't heard of as much as you should, Green Sky Bluegrass. <laughs> Anders Beck is on the phone. They're going to be at Janice Live here on the 13th. And if you aren't into bluegrass, just shut up and sit down for a second because we want to take you through what you should be listening to. 100%. Anders, before I allow you to speak, I want to ask you if you remember this song. Yeah. Right? You remember this, right? I remember it. I know that one. Yeah. Now, let me ask you. Go ahead. Go ahead, Anders. That's one of our, that's one of our, that's one of our no-hit wonders. <laughs> <laughs> Understand something, Anders. Understand something. Some of my favorite bands uh, are, are, are unknown to the to the general populace, but uh, the general populace is uh, generally stupid. So uh, we, we, we allow that to happen. Uh, you guys came into my orbit and Ethan's orbit, by the way. We do a Saturday show called the Cat Name Mo Rock Show. This is the Cat Name Mo Show. And someone we were, I was playing a band called Blanche, uh, who uh, has one of my favorite bluegrass songs uh, called Someday. And then someone called in and said, have you ever heard of Green Sky Bluegrass? But what they gave us initially was it was the cover of it was a Zeppelin cover. Oh, oh, no, Floyd. It Floyd. It was Floyd. Floyd. What is the Floyd? Yeah. What do the Floyd cover you do is? Well, you probably heard uh, time. 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 Yes. We also also do some like other. (laughs) We do some deeper cuts, too. But time is the one that everyone hears the first time. Yes. Oh, you do some deeper Floyd cuts. Yes. Yeah. Well, hold on now. Oh, wait, let's Floyd, get into the Floyd. Floyd is my favorite band. There ain't no deep cuts with me. Uh, let me let people hear a little bit of this cover, if you don't mind. Can I do that, Anders? Yeah, bud. All right. Yeah. How you doing? This is live, by the way. Oh, wait a minute. I got to go forward because the guy that introduced you guys didn't know when to shut the hell up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he's not in the band and I'm not insulting you. But it was like, <laughs> like, it, was like <laughs> it was like, no, no, it wasn't you. Hold on. It takes balls to cover a Floyd song. It takes even greater balls to think you can improve on it. And you did. You did. You guys yeah. did. Um, well, I'll, I'll let you be the judge of that. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, Anders, you play the dobro, correct? Yeah. And, yeah. and for those of uh, those that don't know, the dobro is basically, and, and correct me if I'm wrong because I'm going on my basic understanding of it, basically the, a pedal steel guitar. Not a pedal steel guitar, but basically, correct? 
Well, it's a pedal of steel without the pedals. Um, <laughs> it's, a, it's a slide. It's a, it's slide, a guitar, slide, you know, slide, it's, slide guitar. Okay, yeah, it's like it, it's an acoustic. It's an acoustic version of like a of a lap steel guitar. Okay, you know. Um, the the important part is that it sounds really cool. You know? and, and, um, and, now, and now let me ask something. Is that what drew you to it? Did you first start out playing guitar and then said this is this is the type of music I want to play and this is the instrument that's more conducive to eliciting that sound? That's that's kind of the way it went. I mean, I started as as a drummer as a kid and then got into electric guitar and um you know, when I started to get into bluegrass music, um I I sort of stumbled upon the dobro because it was like a, it sounded like an electric guitar of acoustic music. And I was like, well, that's it. That's what I want to do. Right. And was there, was there a whole different learning curve? I mean, could you take what you, obviously you could take some of the technique from playing guitar over to the dobro, but were there things that you had to learn that were exclusive to that dobro? Yeah, it took a while. Um, But, you know, for me, music is, you know, there's technique and there's kind of like, then there's just like music, right? Right. right <laughs> yes. Like feel and heart. Right. Um, and, and, and so what I like about the dobro, it's a slide instrument. So, you know, you can be very like vocal on it, you know, you can kind of like sing and, and have emotion, which is what I love about it. And that took a lot to figure out, but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm into it, man. As on, on a technical, as a guitar player, a technical question for you. Obviously, with a standard guitar, you're playing chords and you got all six strings. Are you doing like one note at a time? Are you open tuning and playing the whole thing, or are you just sliding up and down note by note? Um, I'm, I'm doing all those things <laughs> at, at different at different times. Um, you know. And I'm sure people are just changing the station as quickly now, as they can. We're talking about the technique of the dobro. No, no, no. They listen. They they know they know I'm a huge music fan. The people that uh, listen to us and we're and, music nerds. Yeah, we get yeah, into this. yeah, yeah. They they yeah. know exactly what they expect yeah. when they tune in. And I'll tell you the other one of the other Pink Floyd songs we play. Circling back, we do a version of One Slip. You know that song? Uh, yeah, the momentary. Yeah, momentary lapse of re. I told you you can't yeah. go deep on me with Floyd, man. <laughs> Come on I'm now, you brother. <laughs> I'm testing you. Yeah, one slip, fantastic. Probably the best uh, song off of uh, Momentary Lapse. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I will have to I look agree. that up. How did you guys come together? You know, some of the guys have been. I mean, it started as like literally like every band. There's just like a house party garage band kind of thing. You know, like um, all of us come from rock and roll backgrounds and and different you know different musical backgrounds, but sort of we the band met each other when we were all sort of separately getting into bluegrass so it's like a player's music it's like you know it's it, it's it's not that fun to play alone but right. it's like you know it's a jamming music which is weird because you know i a lot of us have sort of the jam band background so it's just fun to play when you're a kid right right, right. um and and we found a way to bluegrass and it's like it's this really improvisational music but then it's only improvisational for like five seconds or something. You know? <laughs> and so, and so we kind of, but that's, I think that's what excited a lot of us about the music and, and, you know, got together. There's a couple of the guys in the band have never been in any other band besides this. I mean, they started this, like Paul, who writes the most of the songs, right? He literally like got a mandolin and was, and like was learning how to play and met, the other two of the other guys 
and that's how he started to learn how to play bluegrass. You know, there was no there was no before or after. It's just Green's guy. Just Green's guy, right? Yeah. Coming from, uh, I come from West Texas, spent a lot of my life there, and so I've got this love-hate relationship with country music because some of it can be really good, but a large majority of it just sucks. Um, but yep. bluegrass is, uh, on the surface, if you don't really dig in, it can seem kind of simple, but it's a lot more emotional than people give it credit for. It is just such a deep music that if if all you hear is a banjo and a mandolin in the background, you're like, why, this isn't for me. But when you give it a second, like, it'll pull you in and it'll keep you there. Is that what happened to you guys coming from a rock background? Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a good description of it, you know? Like, it's... it's um it's really unique music, and there's like there's this weird flavor to it that's like draw that drew us in, it's like like licorice or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, licorice. Yeah, but but I think you know here's here's part of the secret is like we don't really like bluegrass ourselves. <laughs> you know, like uh, you know we're we like the instruments, right? And right. Um, and and like. I think I think it's probably you know the the people whose country music you like nowadays they would tell you they don't like country music you know it's like it's weird yeah you, you get sort of go ahead you get pigeonholed into a thing um, and we tried we tried so hard to like break out of this thing but all you're doing is you're just making your own music you know right right um and again oh and like we go ahead no go ahead I, yeah thanks like we tried. Like blue, with bluegrass being in the name of the band, it was like such a label that we were trying to escape because we're like, no, we're more than that, you know, like typical band, right? And but here we are, we had, we actually had a descriptor in our name, so it was kind of easy. <laughs> and of course, at that point, we're trying to break out of that immediately, and you can't, you can never get away from it. You want to come I'm out like, and play a Slayer solo in your bluegrass yeah, band? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, by the way, we're, we're talking to uh, Anders uh, Beck. He is the Dobro uh, guitarist in Green Sky Bluegrass. Green Sky Bluegrass will be at Janice Live, which is a fantastic venue, St. Petersburg, Florida. Of course, you guys know that. The 13th of January, that's a Saturday. Sunday, they're going to be in the at the House of Blues in Orlando, Florida. Uh, you talked about the mandolin. I, I think this song would be a perfect fit. You guys seem to like uh, covers. Have you ever thought about covering uh, Bruce uh, Hornsby's Mandolin Rain? Yeah. Oh, you we have? have? We have. We know we've talked about it. I mean, we, we, um, we've had Bruce come up and jam with us a couple times. Wow. Because um, we're, we're big fans of his. Obviously, because he's amazing. Yes, um, and he's he's sat in with us, and we played some with him. Um, and every every time, because of the way it worked out, he just ended up playing like a, he played like accordion because right. it was like, you know, we couldn't fit the grand piano on stage like really quickly. Right, right. I and got so you. I'm still waiting for that like real Bruce sit in. We gotta. I don't know. I gotta hit him up. But that but that would <laughs> it was, be epic. Cool. Yeah, that would be epic. Um, but Mandolin Rain, that song, is, that song is killer. Absolutely. Now let me ask you this: uh, it, it is killer. You know, uh, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go deep on you uh, since you went uh, went uh, deep on me with Floyd. <laughs> One of my favorite Hornsby songs is "Fire on the Cross," and that's in a large part because of Bella Fleck on that banjo. Yeah. And I, I mean, yeah. I, I, you have to be a Bella Fleck fan. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he I mean, said it yeah, like, he's... "What the hell are you asking me?" Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, no. I mean, there's. There's like, 
he's uh, he's part of the group of guys that made bluegrass interesting. Right, <laughs> you right. Know? And and you know, if you're listening, you're like, what what the hell is he talking about? All I'm saying is that bluegrass was this really finite music. You know? Yes. About, like like happy songs about murder and stuff like that. <laughs> but then these guys these guys, you know, in the in the in the late seventies, early eighties, you know, some of them long hair guys started to get a hold of bluegrass and get after it. Right. They made some of the coolest music there is. Bill Fleck's one of them. Now, you keep mentioning the word jam, and people probably need to realize something. You have you guys have played with John Fishman from Fish and Phil Lesh from The Dead. You put out an album, and you have an album of songs, but when you're on stage, do you just let those songs out, let them breathe, and just jam as long as you can? Are you genuinely a jam band at heart? Um, you know, I think the word jam band gets thrown around a lot. Um, I think we're somewhere in between, like... <laughs> without alienating everyone or pissing anyone off too much, like, um, like jam bands traditionally don't have good songs. It's true. <laughs> no, it's true. I agree. And bands and bands with good songs can't really jam. <laughs> so, You're not wrong. So we, You're we try, not wrong. We try to straddle that. We try to straddle that line. You know I mean? Like it's not jamming for the sake of jamming, you know, like right. it's, uh, it's, it's trying to be, make it musical, you know? And, and I think really, from a musician standpoint, you know, having been out on the road playing 200 shows a year for a while. Wow. Like, well, you know, like... I, I like Wikipedia you know, calls you guys jam grass. do something interesting with a song, you know? Like, let's get weird. Yeah. <laughs> let's get weird. I love it. Uh, let me ask you this. You talk about playing 200 shows a year. I wanted to know, how are people... How are you finding out that people are coming to know you uh, the most? Is it through the internet? Is it through the fact that you guys are doing 200 plus shows a year? Uh, how is the audience building for uh, you guys? Um, that's a really good question. I think um, you know, for for us, there is no, there's, there's never, there's never been a hit, you know? Right, I mean, right, right. Christ, there's the word bluegrass in our name, we're screwed, right? There's never <laughs> been a hit. But like, but like um, so for a while, it was it was honestly just like those those doing hundreds of shows a year, you know, going going to a town, playing in their dumpy bar, and there'd be fifty people there. Right, um, right. If you play, if you play an amazing, if you play your ass off and play a great show, the next time you go back there, each of those fifty people tells a couple, tells a couple friends, then you got two hundred people, you know, and it's just right. that legwork really, really did it for us. Um, and and you know, as a result of that, I think our fans are really, really dedicated to what we do. You know, it's it's like there's a real connection there. It's not just like oh, I think I like this band. It's like you know, um, there there are people that are inv- that are sort of invested in us as much as 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 we need them. Um, and then you know you we you know we try and put out new albums as much as we can, things like that. Um, but but to see it go from like bar rooms to places like red rocks or whatever it's like uh (laughs) it's amazing and i don't have i i wish there was a formula so that i could help so i could give it to other people right 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 no matter what genre you're in um everybody who's in a band when they get off stage when they get back their hotel or on the bus or whatever they're like take bluegrass for instance you might get off stage and be like if I hear another banjo for the next like five hours, I'm gonna you know blow my brains out. What do you listen to when you're trying to get you know relax and and just do your own thing? I listen to your guys' show. 
<laughs> Good answer. Good answer. Best interview ever. We'll give him another three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to hang up on seem, him. <laughs> you guys seem so relaxing. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I listen. I'm all over the place, man. Like I listen to a lot of uh, Tedeschi Trucks bands recently. Derek Trucks and Susan Tedeschi. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel like it's like a like powerful music, you know. Yes. But like ev- everything is just everything is just pristinely pristinely dirty about it. I don't know. Um, but but then I'm like, you know, I'm I'm, I'm all over the place, man. Uh, I, you know, I'll, I'll a lot of the guys listen to a lot of newer music and, and that stuff, and I, and I spend a lot of time listening to my friends' music, really. Um, but now let me ask this: your your connection is your connection is going a little bit wonky. Uh, so, okay. whoa, whoa! Yeah. Uh, let me before I let you go. Uh, let me ask you: this. Whoa, sounds like Jesse's changed those in here from Jack. No, <laughs> <laughs> ah, damn it! That connection it it was it was it was off and on. Uh, throughout the interview, but now it's just like getting crazy. Let's just grab the mics and go see him live and, yeah. and get an interview there. How's that? There, there you, there you are. Um, we would love to talk to you guys. Is it a possibility that we can get backstage and talk to you guys? Yeah. Okay. okay, we're going to make the connection. Uh, Anders, thank you for stopping down and uh, taking the time to talk to us. And again, they're going to be at Janice Live on the 13th, 13th, a week from tomorrow. And then at a Hard Rock Orlando on the 14th. And uh, Are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, now it's cleared up. Let me answer this question before we go. What, uh, what's, uh, what's the groupie action like at a bluegrass <laughs> concert? <laughs> are they all in overalls and no shirts? <laughs> yeah, come on, be honest. Yeah. Cause that's hot. Uh, it's a uh, beautiful young woman. There you go. <laughs> they they're not bringing the spit cups back. <laughs> they got bigger dip than you do. <laughs> uh, 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 you have to come see. You have to come see for yourself, everybody. It's we, a big old party. We will see you on Saturday. Yes. And we will compare and we'll yes. let everybody know. Absolutely. Let's let's try and make that interview happen. That would be fantastic. Uh, thank you again, Anders. Uh, and we I will, we will see you. Y'all, we appreciate you back. Thank you right there. That right there. Uh, Anders Beck of uh, Green Sky Bluegrass right there. Uh, thank you for coming in when you were down there uh, doing doing your work on the Eagle. Yeah, I knocked it out real quick. You know, that's the, the less important stuff. Being down here and talking to real people. Hell yeah, all about. yeah. That's what I like to hear. That's what I like to hear. All right, we're going to go to break. Uh, 